This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Knows. Good morning. We are doing the Bhagavad Gita. He who lacks discrimination is devoid of faith and as as it is at the same time possessed by doubts is lost to the spiritual path for the doubting soul there is neither this world nor the world beyond nor even happiness there are a couple of things mentioned over here the first word which he says is he who lacks discrimination now kind of discriminations are different spiritual discrimination is based on the knowledge of what is real and what is unreal what is true and what is false what is god and what is the rest of it so this is the way in which you have to see the first thing which you got to know is everything is god alone got it everything is god so how can there be anything else ask yourself this if everything is god then how can there be another object existing so let us say if the whole earth is full of water if there is water can there be anything else so i hope you understood this meaning if every part of your body is your own self the one that you are you call yourself by some name so even one hair if i pull out that is also you isn't it so this is the understanding which you should have if everything is god where can there be anything else got it so there is nothing beyond god so now let us see from the other perspective come from your side you are that essence of the divine can you see the same essence in others can you see god in everything so even the best person your best friend your relative that is your mother husband wife your children you can see god in them but can you see god in your neighbor can you see god in the person that you hate the most can you see god in the person who has backstabbed you can you see god in that person who has ditched you people they say he is my ex or she is my ex what do you mean ex somebody has ditched you okay <laughs> you might have dropped that person now how can you say that they, they i can't see god in this person no the part is discrimination you have to sort in everything so did you see from both the sides the first part i told you is god is everywhere right if god is everywhere can there be anything else besides god that is god is eternal that means there is no time 
if god is everywhere god is in everything then how can something be there in that something besides god this sentence you should actually study cogitation on this sentence is important and then you see from your side you have biases you have anger views you have people whom you consider as enemies you have you know friends you have relatives you have enemies you have everybody in your life think krishna says over here he who lacks discrimination he who does not see god in everybody is devoid of faith has no faith you see the faith not necessarily has to be in the prime divine remember the supreme divine is also in the person who is in front of you maybe he is your own boss who is trashing you or giving you the pink slip he is telling you get out of my company or it could be your own brother who might be disowning you it could be your own husband or wife who are saying that i don't want to be with you can you see god in that person the person might have done terrible harm to you the person might be literally a villain in your life might have said something might have done something might have taken your money your property anything can you see so he says you got to have faith in not only the supreme divine but the supreme divine is right in front of your nose here itself if the supreme divine is in everybody if god is in everybody why is it that you don't have faith you will say i don't trust this person you got what i'm saying you may say i don't trust this man or this woman why because they have cheated me they have done this to me they have done that to me how can i even trust this person this person has beaten me to a pulp this person has done this to me he has you know taken away my property whatever how can i see god in getting something there isn't it god working through that person <laughs> because he wants you to lose your property it is not that the property has been lost because of that one person if you believe that that person is responsible for slapping you put removing your you know your position or destroying your life or anything that the person has done why what makes you think that it is that pre character that person that you are talking about has done something to you no it is god who is doing it through that person there is a greater thing over there see when we talk of all these things happening in our world we lose faith when we have no money left we lose faith when somebody dies in our family or near and dear ones die or best friend is killed when you see people hanging themselves or killing themselves when you see the terrorist attack going on you lose that entire thing called hope and faith in god and then what happens you believe it is that person who is doing it 
you believe it is are those people are responsible for all the problems in the world here krishna is saying something very very he says have faith in me have faith in me if you think i am doing something wrong to you you are mistaken you are like my child why will i do something wrong you see when you are playing with a blade or a knife as a father i might have pulled it out of your hands if you are going to fall into a ditch i might have held you if you are doing drugs i would have told you i would have slapped you i would have thrashed you i would have done anything if you have gone and robbed i would have put you in jail isn't it necessary i have to do certain things in my world krishna says and these cannot be understood by petty minds those who cannot discriminate in this world those who cannot see god in everything will fall down this is what he says is lost to the spiritual path if you do not understand these two words you will be lost in the spiritual path you may be the highest devotee or whoever you might be the moment you think that god is not in this person there is a villain over there there is a devil lurking in that man if there is god everywhere how can there be devil over there think about it god is everywhere there is no devil there is no evil there it is just a balance there is no right and there is no wrong in this world but this is never understood material worldly people all the material worldly people and those who have no discrimination they will talk like this if you are on the spiritual path you are never going to say anything bad against any person in your life because you understand the truth about discrimination and faith these are the two words which krishna is challenging you to he says when you have discrimination when you see god when you see krishna in everybody how can you say that that person has done something to you and you got to have faith there is a reason why that activity has happened why that incident has happened it is for your change it is because god loves you so much that is the reason why he is doing that you see the divine will put himself in harm's way also buddha himself drank the poison haven't you heard these things he will put his own son on the cross why have to know there is god everywhere and why is he doing that if jesus would not have been nailed to the cross there would have been no christianity today there would have been no religion and jesus christ would have been nobody today but because of the great sacrifices that he did for mankind today he is the leader of that particular religion and everybody had now this is what you got to understand you will lose your spiritual path if you do not discriminate and if you do not have faith see the the verse after that what is he saying for the doubting soul there is neither this world nor the world beyond and not even happiness even if there is this much amount of doubt even a small drop of doubt is there you see when people come to me they talk in a very very 
strange terms you know they say what you know i just came to tell you i just want you to know you don't understand what i don't understand you think i am such an idiot that i will not understand do you really think that these incidents have been put in your way for some stupid reason do you think somebody is misbehaving with you for some particular reason just like that no they are doing it because they are under the command of the lord so that you understand better and you got to have faith in the worst circumstances you cannot doubt it and say you know god you did this to me you know you made me a pauper you made me this you made me literally like you know become a doormat well that is called doubt the moment you say these words it is called doubt even expressing it to god just imagine you are going to the church or the temple and you are saying you know god this fellow he came and he did this to me why are you doing what are you doing you are not even doing anything about it do you know your past your present and your future if you don't know the whole story how can you talk i am suffering i am suffering i am suffering say these words but what they don't understand is everybody is under the sway of karma you have not forgotten we did the sankhya yoga in the previous chapters navga and you have to know if you have come under stress strain whatever that might have happened you have lost your money you have been slapped you have been trashed something has happened to you somebody has backstabbed you ma it is a repayment for you you have done that to that person earlier who has said that god is responsible for this you yourself are responsible you have created this own problem for yourself if you are beaten black and blue you think that you have not done anything wrong well you are only seeing this life but there are lifetimes after lifetimes after lifetimes correct now think about it there is a story of a person who has been killed because of some problem somebody pulled out a gun and killed this person now as per the law this person has been killed in cold blood this is as per current law but who knows the karma does the person who has got killed or the one who is killing know about karma nobody knows about karma so how can anybody judge the situation so the spiritually perfect people become silent they are not going to give opinions about they will not open their mouth and say that this one is right or that one is right because the knower of truth has an idea about what has happened in the past it is only a repayment which is happening today 
that is called prarabdha karma and prarabdha karma is responsible for all the problems that you face today in life suppose you have problems with your in-laws your husband or wife you have problems with your children you have problems with your friends and relatives you have problems with acquaintances you have problems with your bosses your really you know the entire world whoever the person who is troubling you karmic action you have performed an action in some life of yours where you are getting repaid and this repayment doesn't happen in exactly the same way there may be pluses or there may be minuses that is the reason why our life cycles continue you see it is something like this there was a person killed and there were four people people responsible but one person raised the bullet you know raised his gun and fired at him but other three were there looking at it isn't it they were watching this action happen now let us say these three people were not involved in the action in the past life but in this life they have been a part of this action that becomes what is called as agami karma so then the action has to be reversed and these people are going to get involved in other people's actions why it is mentioned that the more your mind talks the more you get attached to it there is so much of things happening committing suicide there is so much of data passed around in twitter and instagram and every other papers the columns the write ups and so much of bad blood is going on the media has erupted don't you think that everybody who has got involved in this action will also be involved in some future like loop which created by people so krishna says see god in that person the way of avoiding this see god in that person whoever is doing wrong to you can you see god in that person when you see god in that person you will understand the truth you will have faith in you and in that faith you will do what is necessary i will give you one example of tukaram maharaj sant tukaram was a great saint from maharashtra preach people he he never discriminated he told even the lowest caste to the highest caste that you can come and listen to my satsangs and when he was doing that there was a neighbor of his next door neighbor who was a brahmin he did not like what tukaram maharaj did so what he did was he took one cane he made a cane out of the pointiest you know they call it babul he made a cane out of babul with all the thorns on it and these thorns suppose if the 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 stick is so thin let us say if it is as thin as the pencil just imagine the thorn will be as big as this it is a big thorn and that thorn was so sharp he took that as a cane and started hitting tukaram badly tukaram was bleeding from all over his body 
after beating him to the pulp literally beating him so hard this man goes inside the house this brahmin pandit goes inside the house because he keeps on telling tukaram you are not supposed to do this you are not entitled for it you cannot give this lessons like this so he goes inside tukaram maharaj just accepts what beating was given to him and he says vithala is doing this panduranga is beating me and i will be happy you see when god beats you or when god slaps you or when your guru and a god is doing this kind of a thing you are actually reaching a higher plane in your spiritual growth please remember these words so when he beats him and then he goes inside the house tukaram gets up from his place where he has been beaten goes inside the house gets oil coconut oil and goes to the house of this brahmin and looks at the brahmin and he says you know what your hands are bleeding because you beat me so much i want to put this oil on your hands so that your hands will not burn and they will not bleed and he takes the hand of this brahmin and puts oil on it so that it doesn't bleed this is the greatness of the saint immediately the brahmin realizes how this man has discriminated in this world he has faith even when i was beating him his faith in pandura was so strong that he believed that it was a lesson for him and then when he came and applied the oil to the brahmin the brahmin felt ashamed of himself and fell at maharaj from that day onwards he became the greatest devotee of tukaram this is called discrimination of the highest order can you see god in everything when you see god in the other person who is telling you something wrong or bad or whatever is beating you god is giving you some lesson in that have full faith in the divine here krishna says he who lacks discrimination is devoid of faith and is at the same time possessed of doubt is lost on the spiritual path for the doubting soul there is neither this world nor the world beyond nor even happiness so when you submit to the will of the lord then what happens he gives you pure heavens and then he also gives you the chance of whichever heaven that you wish to go to and you will get happiness in the material world also now i want you to go in the shoes of tukaram maharaj and to yourself when tukaram maharaj gave this choice to this man to beat him tukaram maharaj could have fought him back could have said a hundred words could have done all kinds of nonsensical things that are you know for giving it back he could have taken a brick and thrown at his head he could have murdered that person but he did none of those and afterwards when the brahmin fell at his feet it was the greatest glory of tukaram because he got one of his greatest disciples so look at the way in which god plans this whole thing the god has got so much of compassion in him 
that even after him beating Tukaram, and Tukaram did not utter a single word. On the contrary, he was very compassionate. Tukaram Maharaj got one of his greatest devotees. Can you imagine the beauty of this whole incident? And this is Krishna is telling. It really doesn't matter if somebody says something bad to you. Even if your boss fires at you. Doesn't matter. Just take it. Those who follow the path of karma yoga understand this sentence. But if you do not understand this sentence, you are not a karma yogi. Then you are going to fight back. Then you are going to give a peace of mind. Then you will turn towards your God and your Guru and you will say, what, what place you have put me in? You want to go in, you know, you want to push me in the gutters? You want to make me into a doormat? This is what you will say. Then you will lose your spiritual will, whatever that you had. He says, the spiritual path is lost by this person. And this kind of a person who has no doubt in me, will there is neither this world, nor the world beyond, nor even happiness. So I hope you understood this verse. So we are moving to the next verse. Chapter 4, Bhagavad Gita, verse 41. Arjuna, actions do not bind him who has dedicated all his actions to God according to the spirit of Karma Yoga, whose doubts have been dispelled by wisdom and who is self-possessed. The highest of the Karma Yogi has this sentence embedded in his heart. Actions do not bind him who have dedicated all actions to God. According to the spirit of Karma Yoga. Remember, what did Tukaram Maharaj do? He said, this punishment is being given by Vithala Panduranga himself. It is not that the Brahmin is beating me. God is beating me through his own methods. When he understood these words, this is what happens. He dedicated all his actions to God. Every action that happened and every action that he did, he himself was silently taking the beating. When he took the beating, at that point in time, he dedicated all the actions to God alone. And when a person does all these actions, he submits at the feet of the Lord then no action binds him. There is no karma happening there. You see, if your boss shouts at you, if your friend beats you, or whatever is happening over there, and you submit to the, okay, God is doing this to me, doesn't matter. Do you know what has happened? When you have nailed, you are getting nailed to the cross by the will of God. When you are given that poisonous food to eat by the will of God. And by the will of God, Radha goes away. Krishna goes away. By the will of God, everything is happening. And you have submitted to the will of God. At that time, you are the highest of the karma yoga point in time. Those whose doubts have been dispelled by wisdom and who is self-possessed. 
Wisdom has come in you. You have become a wise man. If you have understood the highest truth in this, the highest truth in this is whosoever does anything to you, it is by the will of God. And you do not react to it and you accept it as the will of God. And you just do what is necessary over there. Maybe submit to it. At that point in time, you are possessed of the highest wisdom and you have the knowledge of the self. God is in everything. That incident which happened was only a repayment of your old karma. Did you get it? Whatever incident that happened, it's only a repayment of your old karma. And if you just sit there and accept it, you are only negating the past. You are removing that prarabdha karma from your life. Did you get it? The prarabdha karma was that you were supposed to get 10 slaps. And you are graciously accepting them. You are not doing anything. You are self-possessed of this knowledge. You are a wise man. The wisdom says that you are supposed to be slapped ten times. So when you accepted the slap, do you know what happened? The repayment of your past karma happened. And when the repayment happened and you consider it submitting everything at the feet of the Lord, then... You are the wise person. You are the highest of the karma yogis. You are doing exactly as per the plan of God and you are not disrupting anything. That means you have not even performed any futuristic karma. You know, don't do any futuristic karma. Where is the question of a future lifetime? I hope you understood this. So this is what and the doubts have to go away. The doubt that this person is doing it to me. That is called the doubt. When God is in everything and everybody, how can one individual do something to you? Think. God is in everything. We are going to the next verse. Verse 42, chapter 4, Bhagavad Gita. Therefore, Arjuna, slashing to pieces with the sword of knowledge this doubt in your heart, Born of ignorance, establish yourself in karma yoga in the shape of even-mindedness and stand up for the fight. So, slashing to pieces with the sword of knowledge. Once you have the knowledge, the knowledge that whatever is to be done is to be done. Got it? That means, when you have devoted yourself to the divine, when you know that you have to be the highest of the karma yogi, you will take your body into consideration. Understand your swadharma. Swadharma means why are you there? Remember the swadharma of Tukaram Maharaj. Tukaram Maharaj was a saint. A saint's job is never to fight back. 
A guru is never supposed to say something to another person. People will say whatever they feel like. The world may talk bad about the guru. The guru is not supposed to say a single word back because he is a guru. He understands his karma yoga. So he is never going to get into anybody else's karma. Got it? So like that, when you understand what is your Swadharma, the Dharma of Tukaram Maharaj was to be a saint and never fight back with this Brahmin. Now let us see the Swadharma of Arjuna. Arjuna is from the clan who is supposed He is the king's right hand man. He is the general. If he is a general of an army, isn't that his duty to fight? So he says, do not have that, you know, ill will against Duryodhana or anybody. No. You are not supposed to carry any ill will. Your job is only to fight. You see, if it comes to your head, oh, this is the person who removed the clothes from my wife. This is the person who took away my kingdom. This is the person who did wrong to me. Then you are going to do it in a different manner. You are taking revenge. And this is not about revenge. You got to have equanimity of mind. If somebody says something bad to you, if you are going to slap that person, or if you are going to say bad to that person. Or if you keep on trashing that person over and over again. Bad mouthing that person. Then you are doing something wrong. Karma Yoga teaches you to have equanimity of mind. If you are on the spiritual path, you are not supposed to do anything wrong. Understand, if you are a spiritualist, if you are following the Sattva Guna, you have literally become a Brahmin. You see, you are not supposed to fight back. You are not supposed to give back. You are not supposed to trash anybody. If you are on the path of spiritual, please remain in charge of the situation. The Lord's Maya, the people around you, you may not even see them. They will take charge of the situation. It is not your call to fight anything. Got it? So Arjuna slashing the pieces with the sword of doubt. This doubt in your heart. Born of ignorance. So do not doubt me any time. If I have put you in this position, don't doubt me. Remove the doubt from your mind. You have been brought to this position so that you can fight and win the kingdom back. That is the reason. I am using your Swadharma as the tool. And I am telling you, your job is to fight. Establish yourself in the Karma Yoga. Be the highest Karma Yogi. Whatever is the job that you are supposed to do at that moment in time, do it. Jesus Christ never fought back with those people because his job was a preacher's job. He was supposed to teach the world. Similarly, it was a job of Buddha to teach the world. That is why he never fought back. He knew he was getting poisoned. I hope you understood. If there is a Kshatriya, 
their job is different they are not the spiritual type their job is to save the country or the people around them that is what their job is if your job is to make money if you are a vaishya if that is what you are supposed to do you are supposed to do i have been asked many a times there is this company which wants to loot people they charge so much there are companies for a 500 rupee sari they will charge you 6000 and 7000 rupees and some people will ask me but this sari is not so costly well those are the looters they are supposed to be vaishyas you see their job is to loot you they are doing the job so for the same piece of cloth which you would have otherwise paid 500 or maximum 1000 rupees you are paying 5000 and 10000 rupees over there got the answer there are fancy brands and labels out there for a simple bag they will charge you the earth for a watch you see my father gave me a watch this watch is very very old i think it is from 40 it's a favaluva that time it must have cost somebody my somebody they must have paid a few tens or hundred rupees max the watch is still running it is still running it is never been oiled it has never been opened but it is still running now think about it the same watch made by a fancy swiss company pavaluba is also a swiss company by the way same watch same mechanism being made by another company instead of 100 rupees they would say 1 lakh rupees or 10 lakh rupees for the same watch and they will make money out of it what makes you think that they are not supposed to charge they will charge and they will loot you why because exactly what they are supposed to do that is their job they are blood suckers okay they will suck the blood you can't tell a leech don't suck my blood can you tell tell a leech that everybody has been given their swadharma if there is a leech the job is to suck correct so why are we feeling bad that somebody is looting us the same brand they make a big brand a big showroom and they will squeeze money out of you but that is their job so got the answer everybody is bound by their swadharma and if you do this in a in an even minded manner that means don't get disturbed by what is happening around you your job is to fight your job is to take out discounts your job is to go and talk to your boss if your job is to go and ask for a raise from for your from your boss if your job is to see to it that that person is not harmed whatever is your job you just do it diligently and when you do the job diligently then you are doing your karma yoga and that is when you will achieve me 
So this is the Upanishad sung by the Lord, the science of Brahma, the scripture of yoga between Sri Krishna and Arjuna. It is the fourth chapter, the knowledge of the yoga of knowledge as well as the discipline of action and knowledge. Now, now that you have heard this chapter, I am sure there are big questions in your mind. Naturally, when I was giving you the explanation for three verses just now, you know what is the biggest question you had? Tell me, Guruji, what am I supposed to do? Should I let that person slap me? Should I just let him go? And then on the other side, you are saying to Arjuna, go and fight. So am I supposed to fight? Or am I supposed to just keep quiet? Isn't that the biggest question that you have in mind? You see, the whole problem of our life is we do not understand what is being taught because we look at other people and we come at our own conclusions. So now we are going to chapter 5. <laughs> now in the chapter 5, this dichotomy is expressed by Arjuna himself. So chapter 5, verse 1, Arjuna said, Krishna, you extol Sankhya Yoga. That is the, the yoga of knowledge. And then the yoga of action. Pray, tell me, which of the two is decidedly conduce you to my good? <laughs> see, his confusion is so much that he says, see, first time you said something about the yoga of knowledge. Then you said, the yoga of knowledge is so important. And now you are telling me the yoga of karma yoga is so important. You see, I am the most confused person on earth. So what exactly are you trying to tell me? You know, this is the whole problem with our life. Now, I'm going to take time out for you to understand why this problem has arisen. Okay. Swadharma is not so easy to understand. Swadharma means, why are you born on this planet Earth? Second thing which you need to know whether you are a Sankhya Yogi, whether you are a Karma Yogi or any other. Because this is the problem which everybody faces. You see, some people, they will go for some yoga classes and they will sit in the yogic postures and they will say some words and some people will do Kriya, some people will do Pranayama, some people will do different kind of body contortions. You know, all those with the mat on the floor. And yes, and they will do all kinds of things. Some people will not eat food. Some people will eat specific types. Some people will do. Everybody does everything without understanding anything. Their state is exactly like Arjuna, who doesn't understand anything. They say, oh, you know, I went to this place and I learned that I have to do yoga. So I learned Hatha Yoga. I went to these classes in uh, Rishikesh and there I learned Hatha Yoga. It's very good for your body. Even our Prime Minister does it. See? Everybody does it. The whole world is doing yoga. Even countries like you know China and Russia and all that where there is no such thing. They are doing it over there also. Am I supposed to do that? Because everybody is doing so, I am also supposed to do that, isn't it? It's called a herd mentality. So I follow all that. And then I see somebody else 
they are going to a temple and in that temple they have taken a vrat the vrat is that i am supposed to go there every week on a saturday and pray stand in the line and pray and yes i am supposed to offer lemons over there okay some people will say there is a hanuman mandir over there you know there is a anjaneya temple you know every few days i have to go there and i have to light this lamp over there there is a shani mandir over there yes i have to give that black cloth and stuff like that over there my grahas are in trouble somebody some astrologer told me you know i go to the navagraha temple and i do the circumambulation 21 times okay why i got my sade sati going on and then there is a shani temple so i do that also okay what else do you do you know there is one great devi there in the mountain if i go to her and i trudge for more than 50 kilometers you know 25 or 30 or maybe 50 kilometers i walk over there saying jai mata di jai mata di jai mata di jai mata. oh my god and when i reach over there i am supposed to offer this there is a cave over there i enter the cave and i offer i get a quarter minute darshan over there and then i come out and i feel so nice about it all my sins are washed away is that so if your sins got washed away why is it that you have blood pressure diabetes you have cancer problems you have this problems you have money problems you have house problems you have corona virus you go to all these temples and yet all the problems are there why is that devi not helpful to you i go to badri kedar and i offer my obeisances to that god over there everything will be fine you know is that so you see he never destroyed his temple only that temple got saved the rest everything the whole village got destroyed i will ask you one question if that was the case why was dwarka destroyed why was brindavan and all those places in the vraj vraj bhumi over there there wasn't even a single hut over there think about it it is only when chaitanya mahaprabhu came to that particular land that he said this is the land where krishna was but there was nobody over there so all these things which are called doubts are there in the mind of human beings and they get carried away by people around them somebody says i have to do this somebody says i have to do that somebody tells you do this yoga pranayama you will be fine somebody says something else go to this temple do these vratas somebody says give donation give away all your property i was reading about one baba ji yesterday this baba stays in a place which is that narmada where the river narmada flows now this is a very very poor baba people come because he is a great saint that is why people come to visit him and they when they visit him they give him 1000 rupees and 10000 rupees and all you know what he does he just tells them give me 10 rupees 10 in today's day and age he says give me 10 rupees he takes the 10 rupees buys food 
and gives it to the people around. He doesn't eat himself. He is one third my size, you can imagine. I'm not joking. He's one third my size. He's tall and he's completely bent over. He must be in his 90s. So what happened was, there was one patch of land which belonged to him. Okay. Now what did he do? Government acquired that land and gave him two and a quarter crore rupees. <laughs> it's a big amount of money. Okay. What did he do? The moment he got the money, he distributed it to everybody. <laughs> do you understand his swadharma? His swadharma says he is not supposed to take money. He is not even supposed to even bother himself about how he is getting fed and all that. That is his swadharma. He understood his swadharma. And that is why there is no dichotomy in his mind. He will not accept money even if there is a windfall in his name. That more than two and a quarter crore was a windfall. He never expected it but suddenly government gave it to him. And he picked up the money and gave it away <laughs> to charity. That is that Baba's job. People touch the mountains so that they can make money. They go to the Himalayas thinking that I am going to get spiritual emancipation over there. Sir, spiritual emancipation? Do you understand? There are khachars over there. Khachars means, uh, I don't know, mule I think. I don't know. Okay, there are donkeys going up the mountain. You know, there may be birds flying across from all these places. There are donkeys going up the mountain. There are those, you've seen all those people who carry all your load. You know, your coolies as they call them. The Britishers used to call these people coolies. No, there are those people who trek up the mountain. They're trekking with you, aren't they? So if you think that enlightenment is there on top of some mountain, these people go every few days over there. So they will be 100 times more enlightened than you are. Isn't that true? And they are drinking water from the rivers. Those who are staying near the Ganga, okay, the water which they are using in their house and their toilet is also Ganga water. And because they are drinking water and they are taking bath in the Ganga every day, just because Ganga is flowing from there, they will get enlightenment, isn't it? How foolish is this notion? Now this is something which you need to understand. If you read the verse a thousand times also, you think you are going to get Nothing is going to happen. The book reader, the person who is binding the book or the person who is doing the, you know, correcting the mistakes, that person is also reading it a thousand times. Then that person should get enlightened, isn't it? In a restaurant, there is that tape going on constantly, you know. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Some kind of a thing is going on. Hare Ram, Hare Ram. Like that it is going on. And you are hearing it. And the music is going on continuously. That means whatever that instrument is, is enlightened. Whoever, that person who is there on the galla over there, the person who is the cashier over there, the full day for all his life he is listening to that thing. What happens? So who has told you that this kind of things happen? This is the problem with the world. The world doesn't understand the truth. 
So first you got to know what is your Swadharma. By doing like a donkey going up the mountain, remember that. You are also a donkey who is doing the pranayama, who is doing the yogasana. Do you ever think that it is going to take you towards enlightenment? You really think that God is going to come and stand in front of you? It is never going to happen. It never happens. Then the Panditji who is doing the puja every day to God, is he not just next to that God? Think about it. I want you to think very carefully. There is a Pandit who is just next to him. Or there is a security officer who always says, Hey, go in line. Hey, go in line. Hey, go. He keeps on saying these things. And he pushes you, pulls you, puts you back over there. And he eats bribes also. Do you really think that that person who is standing just next to the God over there is getting enlightened? It is never going to happen and it never will. Never happens. So this is the problem which human beings have. They never understand any of these things because these verses are not so simple. You have to learn them. Just reading the Bhagavad Gita doesn't give knowledge to anybody. Just doing those things like a donkey, you know, the person over there is sitting, there is a teacher, they call them themselves as a teacher. We yogasana. All of you, close your eyes now. It's very nice to hear those beautiful voices, you know. There will always be a very nice looking, good looking girl who is going to say all these words to you. Now please close your eyes and we will take a very deep breath. It is like ASMR. You know ASMR, Google it or maybe go to YouTube and see what ASMR is. They will say, learn to get to this. And you feel enlightened? Come on. You are an idiot if you think like that. Nothing happens. So the knowledge, fructification, even Sankhya Yoga to enter your being, for Karma Yoga to be performed perfectly to the T. You need somebody to guide you constantly. Now do you understand why Arjuna is asking Krishna the question? Because confused state of mind. Nobody actually understands. You see, there are some people in this world, they look at the profiles of these Babajis in some, you know, LinkedIn and YouTubes and this and that and various other places. And there is a neighbor over there or there is friend over there. There is some relative over there. If that relative is following, if that friend is following, you see in the LinkedIn profile and then you will go and say, Babaji, I am so happy to meet you. What? You think that that Babaji is supposed to be meeting you? It's marketing, boss. Don't get carried away by this kind of nonsense. Because what is your path? You need to have somebody like Krishna in your life to guide you. You are that Arjuna. 
and you actually need that Krishna to take you by hand and tell you this is what it is, this is what it is, this is what it is. On your own though you are literally lost because you are like who is going up the mountain. Remember this example you always remember. If you are doing some yoga, some kriya, some something where no guru is teaching you directly, you know holding your hand and teaching you personally, then you please be and please know this one thing for sure that you are not going anywhere. You cannot even cross the boundaries of that wall where you are sitting in that room. No. To understand this knowledge is so difficult. You need a guide, a spiritual master to hold your hands and teach you everything one on one. What makes you think that Krishna is not doing this to Arjuna? And that is the reason why Krishna you extol Sankhya Yoga and then the Yoga of Action. Pray tell me which of the two is decidedly conduce you to my good. Have you ever asked your Guru this question? Your Guru doesn't even meet you. He, you don't even know. He doesn't even know of your existence. How is he going to teach you? I mean, think about it. By meeting you once in few years, I don't happen. So you do one thing. You book your ticket for the next journey back on earth. I'm a cockroach at that time and get crushed under some guru's fat legs. Who knows? And that is the reason why it is important to ask the question and to get satisfactory answers from your master. So here Arjuna is asked the question. And he is going to get a satisfactory answer from Krishna. So next week when we have the satsang, I will tell you what Krishna has said. So we are ending chapter 5 verse 1. Next time we will do verse 2 onwards. You have a great week ahead and take care of yourself. Have a good day. Bye.